If it's done right the first time, you don't have to redo it. If you get Pete's concrete to pour your driveway, you don't need a repeat. When your patio is a PDO, you don't need a repeat. When Pete's concrete fixes your sidewalk, all it takes is once. You don't need a repeat. And if your basement leaks, a Pete's repair helps avoid a repeat. Get it done right the first time, with the colors and textures you want, so you don't have to redo it. For concrete, you can choose Pete's or repeats. Pete's Concrete. Welcome to the Two Mutts Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Marshall. Rick Wide, here's Radulov with a chance. Scores! One timer, scores! Perry scores! Tory Perry! Here's Drysdale again, turn, shoots, scores! Austin Matthews in shoots, Austin Matthews! Schultz ahead, Crosby onside behind the fence toward the net, he scores! Back across, fired, score! Crosby again! Tage with a shot, he scores! Tage shoves in front, they score! Jonathan Tage ties it! Look at that! Are you watching this? What a brilliant piece of work from Connor McDavid! Wow. Welcome back to the Two Months Podcast presented by Pete's Concrete and Shadowfight Salon and Barbershop. I'm your host, Joshua Marshall. I am with our other co-host, Ab Yanni. Ab, how's it going? Good, man. Yourself? Pretty good. Pretty good. We're uh, just getting through things. A uh, bit of a night shift last night, but, uh, you know, things are rolling. Things are uh, looking pretty good. Um, got a very special guest with us tonight. So, Ab, who is with us tonight? Yes, uh, we've got the original uh, OG, the, the OG from the <laughs> class, uh, one of the females that uh, has encouraged the class and always been supportive of the class is Fedra. So welcome, Fedra. Oh, hi. Thanks, guys. Um, grateful to be here. Thank you for asking me to be a part of this. Yes. No, yeah, very no. excited. Yeah, we're uh, very excited to have you on. Um, Obviously, with our last episode, we had Kevin Gay and Kirk Flair on, and uh, both Kevin and uh, Kurt had some good stories. And this is now a theme that we uh, seem to uh, to do, and it, it's uh, some good feedback, and uh, we're looking forward to doing it. I don't know. Did you listen to the? Interview? I listened to both of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What was your thoughts on those on those interviews? I well, I really enjoyed them. I mean, it was really nice for Ab to to start it off and kind of you know you're asking him about the group and and uh, his his history and, and whatnot and then to bring kevin and kurt in there who uh were also two of the other you know there's a group a, a core yeah. group of like 20 people that started out in the beginning yeah and uh, it was really nice to have them you know i learned more about both of those yeah. gentlemen as well that's, so that's good yeah that's good yeah i know the feedback's been good the plays have been good it's been uh you know, and and now there's the buildup of having you on. It's uh, it's been pretty it's been pretty sweet. So, um, I guess the first thing I'll open it up, and then I'll uh, throw it to Ab, and we're just gonna go back and forth here. But uh, you know, what is the what is the class meant to you? Since uh, you've been one of the first originals, uh, what has it meant to you, and what has it done for you? Well, for me, it's really just meant um, just connection, like when especially, you know, these past two years with COVID, um, it's been very challenging for a lot of people. Um, you know, a lot we didn't really have a lot of options here in camp. So once things started to open up and, uh, you know, Ab put this this class together and I, you know, I knew he was doing this. I was really excited to be a part of it. Um, connection and community. I mean, that's, that's the two biggest takeaways I can, I can say about the, the group and the class. 
And for me, it's just really meant, you know, uh, camaraderie, uh, meeting people there that, I mean, I don't know what hat anybody wears and yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, we're all there to make ourselves better, to learn new skill sets, to gain confidence um, and, and connection and community. And for me, it's just been, um, it's been a real game changer here on site. Yeah. yeah. Would you say that the class has helped you out with the role that you have on site? Um, is there anything that's kind of tied it together on helping and and looking after people? Um, obviously, because from what I understand, you have a very significant role on site. It's up to you if you want to. See oh yeah, what that I'm. Is, I'm but... Yeah, I'm pretty transparent. So okay. I, I work for Sodexo, and I'm one of the COVID coordinators down in Dorm Nine. Um, I've actually been on site for two years. I started here as one of the head cooks for the kitchen. I opened up the kitchen. I've transferred out of there and now I work in dorm nine. Um, so for me, I just find that it's, um, A, it's given me confidence. It's given me um, like a sense of calm, if that makes sense. I find that um, I'm able to connect with myself a lot better. Um, and as App says, to, to quiet the noise, that's yeah. something that I've learned from Mr. Yanni over here yeah, that's yeah. been super helpful because down in Dorm Nine, it can be, it can, you know, it can get quite busy. We've had some ups and downs down there. So yeah, yeah it's really helped me just be able to connect with myself. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that there's a lot of people in class, they always uh, open up to me after class and so forth and, you know, but uh, like for yourself, like out of the class, like when you go back home and like, what, what do you say to others about the class and the community and what we're building? Well, first off, I just say it's, it's really a godsend and a gift. Um, <clears throat> and to be able to like, a, you know, the connection that I've made with people, uh, the fact that um, it's something that I really look forward to, to, to come back and and be a part of that. Um, everybody's so super supportive and the, the friendships that are, that are, have been built. Like there's um, a few people that live, I live on Vancouver Island okay. and there's a couple people from the class that live there. And then we've made connections there and we meet up, we do Wim Hof uh, cold water immersion uh, sessions and such. Um, so yeah, it's just, you know, I, I like to talk about it a lot and people are like, okay. And you know, um, now that you guys have the Instagram account, it's easier to link so people can actually kind of see as what we're doing, but to be able to talk about it and just say like, it's, you know, it's really immeasurable. It's really a gift up here. Yeah. Yeah. I know I say a lot of things in, in class, like, and I always repeat myself, I was saying beat the voice in your head. <laughs> I mean, that's the common theme um, and staying hard on what you're doing and being better yeah. about yourself. So what does go through your head in, in stages like, through those moments or and how do you beat those little noises? Well, just the phrase beat the little noise in your head, that is something that you've said to me even before the class, but in class. And it's, you know, when you're up here, there's a lot of noise. There's, uh, you know, there's a lot of different things going on. You're away from your family, you're away from home. You know, um, we work long hours. It can, you know, at times it can be stressful and to be able to get out of out of your head and um, not listen to that voice and not let it get you down um, is really helpful. Yeah. I know it's mental health next week, is that right? It is mental health week, uh, May 2nd to 8th. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you think from the class itself, um, does it help a lot of people that do struggle with mental health like on a day-to-day -day basis? And can you relate it 
to anything that actually has happened in your life or oh, any challenge. 100%. So um, I have uh, no shame in saying that I'm somebody that struggles with multiple mental health issues. I'm actually, I'll share that I just came back from a two and a half month leave. Um, I had a bit of a mental health crisis. I had to leave site to take care of myself. And um, I like to talk about it primarily because of the stigma that's attached to mental health. Um, for me, it runs in my family. My dad struggled with mental uh, illness. I've struggled for most of my life. Um, and to be able to talk about it, I think is really, really important. So having the class, I find, um, well, A, we support one another. So, you know, there's there's other people that I know within the class that also, you know, a lot of us struggle with mental health issues. Um, and there's a lot of support within the group. Um, when I was off, people reached out to me, Ab, a few other people, I'm not going to name names, but, you know, they reached out and, and touched base. And, you know, for me to come back to site and come back and do this class is that, I mean, the fitness, um, the meditation, the camaraderie, the community, all those together are very integral, I think, for uh, maintaining a, a good mental health. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I, I fight it, you know, I, we've done podcasts uh, before on it with Kelly Rudy, uh, who's a good friend of our podcast, and anyone that knows Kelly Rudy on the, on the hockey side of it, uh, you know how much of an advocate he is, is for the program. And I, you know, and I can, I can say, you know, now I've had one full official class in me. Um, that's, uh, <laughs> and you, you did know, well. Yeah. I, and I remember looking down and I was struggling and I could hear you gang, gang, like letting us like, Hey, get going guys. Like, you know, doing a good job cheering everyone on, making sure everyone gets through it. Um, but yeah, and, and Ab recognized it was a, <laughs> he let me off the hook a bit. Like, like here, go take some pictures and stuff. But it was, take some photos yeah. here before you have a hard Yeah, time. exactly. <laughs> before, before we need, uh, before I need Red to run down the hallway and uh, <laughs> go get uh, the defibrillator and all that. But uh, no, it's, uh, it was good. And, uh, you know, and I think for anyone that's been in that class, you can tell it's helped them out with their mental health. Yes. Uh, and not knowing everyone's story going in and that's something maybe we can do as we go here we can get everyone's story if they feel like sharing their story to mm. begin with too but um you know it, it's it's a class that definitely helps you you actually look forward to it after you've done one and then i had to miss one last thing because i ended up working night shift i was like man like <laughs> i was like my body was sore but i was like like kevin said to me he's like that part that like doing one will push you to do more and more and more and it won't even be a thing where it's like you feel the biggest struggle is opening up that door to get in there. 100%. It's like you love getting in there. So, yes. uh, and I could tell by you know the, the culture that's in that class. Yeah. And uh, as you being one of the OGs, you know, <laughs> you're welcoming everyone in that's new, and you're seeing some new faces. As Ab was telling me, there's people that have lost some weight. Yes. And it's gained them confidence going forward in life yes. and making them feel better for themselves. So it's. And I just think it's amazing, uh, you know, when you touch on the mental health side of it, but, uh, you know, for mental health, like, and I, like you, um, in August, I took a month off here. I just needed a break. Um, you know, at times we all need that in our lives where we got to take care of ourselves. Cause at times I think, and especially probably the roles that us three play in this room and others that are probably listening to this, we always look after everyone else and we don't 100%. look after ourselves. Yeah. So sometimes it's good to look after yourselves um but uh in your your own person but how much has this class made you look after yourself going forward 
Um, you know, there sounds like there's been multiple classes. I thought there was, I screwed up. I thought there was 27 classes, but, <laughs> but there's been way more than 27, but how, how much does this help you going forward and, and, and being an advocate for mental health and helping others around you? Well, I think um, from the scientific point of view that just exercise in itself releases the feel good chemicals in your brain. So adrenaline or epinephrine and dopamine. So those are things that are naturally going to make you feel better. Yes. Um, then, of course, I think um, the challenge, like each class, it's I think it's like a personal challenge. It's not like you're trying to be better than that person or that person over there. You're trying to better yourself. Like if I can, you know, I remember going in and the first time I think I did like, I don't know, 10 pushups. Well, now I can do like 40. Yeah. And yeah. it's like I'm, I'm getting better, which is like um, those little challenges, I think, for myself. Uh, really make me feel like I'm accomplishing something, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and again, the support, the camaraderie, the friendships, like, you know, um, as I said, being off, like people reached out to me while on my off time and like, you know, really checked in and, and, you know, while I was off, my, my biggest thing was exercise and, and boxing, running, uh, hiking, just doing all these things to make myself feel better. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I'm responsible for myself. Yes. Yeah, you were pretty hard on yourself in the first class. So I you used to hear a voice saying, <laughs> oh, no, I can't do this. I can't do that. But no, look, <clears> I, do you I, remember the date of the first class? Do you, I, October I, 21st. Oh, there you go. There October go. 21st. There we go. I'm all about stats and data. So yeah. uh, uh, No, I, I echo what uh, Pedro is saying too. I mean, there's a lot of people that are, that are hurting. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, if it's mental health or physically or mentally or no confidence or building the self-esteem up. Um, but yes, like everyone does support each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's so many different people that have gifts within the class and we try and utilize that. Yeah. So obviously, Fedra's more, you know, she's, she's a cook, she's a chef, she knows uh, some nutrition, she helps out a lot of others as well. But in saying that too, um, I mean, I sometimes struggle. I mean, I, I do a lot of listening yeah. to these folks. And, uh, you know, I'm not a psychologist or a doctor at all. And my faith does drive me a lot. And uh, and there's certain people in the group that do help each other out. Um, the one question I've got is, you know, everyone usually goes to a dark place, right? We tend to think, hey, you know, where am I going? Where am I going? What am I doing now? Do I have a purpose in life? Yeah. And uh, Fedra, since you're in the room, like I, I think a lot of people do look up to you as a, as a female being part of the class, and not only that, some of the males do too. Yeah. And um, when you do go back into that dark place, like what does go through you, and what are the challenges? I mean, I haven't suffered it yet, and maybe I, I have in a different way, but I I haven't gone there yet, so. For the folks out there, especially, like, I do encourage people to speak up. And mm -hmm. I think, Fedra, you know, it takes a lot of courage to come out here and talk. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, look, how, how would you explain it to someone? What the darkness looks like for me? Um, well, basically, it's just any confidence that I have is completely gone. I feel like I'm basically not enough. I'm just not good enough. Um, that I'm a failure. Um, you know, I, you know, as somebody that struggled with mental health issues, um, you know, I've had, I've been hospitalized for suicidal ideation, uh, more than once. 
I'm also in recovery for substance use uh, disorder. Um, so darkness for me can just basically I just don't want to live. I just feel like I don't have any value. I don't know what the heck I'm doing here. Uh, yeah, it's just I basically just feel like I give up and there's this big dark cloud and it just keeps spiraling and spiraling and spiraling. And when that happens um, and it's, you know, it's probably happened to me a dozen to 10 times in my life. And I've been I've been hospitalized probably three times. Um, and it's really hard. It's really, really hard. And it's really scary because at the time I don't feel like there's any way out. I feel like I'm drowning. I think that's the best way I can explain it is that I'm underwater and I can't breathe. And I can't get out. And it's really scary. Um, and that was, you know, in my last, my two and a half months off here, I was in that dark place. I wasn't hospitalized or anything like that, but it was really quite dark. And I, because I have the tools that I have, like I have a background, I'm actually a professional counselor um, yeah. and with a specialization in addictions and mental health. Um, and even with that, it doesn't discriminate. Like, you know, I have all this education yet I still struggle. And it was because um, I have some personal issues as well as just work was really, it was really stressful. And, you know, we've had two years of COVID and I'm somebody that is suffering from long COVID. I've had some um, symptoms that have been plaguing me for like seven or eight months and it's been a real challenge and things just all kind of compiled. And I just, I was pouring from an empty cup and you just can't, you can't do that. And yeah. because I'm such a natural nurturer and caregiver, and people pleaser that I can really overextend myself. Thankfully, I had support and enough tools in my toolbox to be able to dig myself out in a reasonable amount of time without any kind of self-harm, um, which is always the goal. I mean, I wish that no one ever has to experience that darkness, but um, because I have, I know what it's like. Now I know how to get myself out in a, in a quick fashion, safely and soundly. Yeah. Has, there, uh, has there ever been any, uh, like very well said there, um, and Obviously, seems like there's some better days ahead going forward right now. So, um, but on that side of, of, of things, is, has there been triggers in your life at times where there's been something you've come across, seen, heard? Um, for me, like um, my triggers are because I lost my dad and I found my dad um, passed away. So, uh, to me, when I see or hear um, emotional things, I get triggered. Mm. Um, and that's when I get into a pretty dark place myself. Mm -hmm. um, but for you, is there is there anything that comes across would be a trigger to you know that? But but on the other side of it, when there is a trigger, is there something that you go back to that helps you get you in a better place? Um, so for somebody who uh, has struggled basically for most of her life with um, different kinds of mental health issues and specifically substance use. Um, a lot of things trigger me. So I don't really have uh, super specifics. Um, failure is a big one for me, I think is one of my main ones. Um, feeling like I've disappointed people or that I'm not enough. Yeah. So um, I, I'm empathic. So a lot of things tend to affect me on a very deep emotional level. Um, so it's really just maintaining myself daily with things like meditation, proper nutrition and exercise. Um, for me now, and probably over the last few years, uh, meditation has really played a big part, meditation and exercise, yeah. but, you know, as a quick, um, thing that I do now, um, 
a lot of times you'll see me with a little notebook. So if, if something kind of triggers me, I use a, a tool called reframing yeah. and it's a CBT technique where if something is coming and I'm feeling triggered, um, if I can get myself out of that situation to sit for a few minutes and write down whatever's going on in my head so I can get out of here, I find a uh, pen to paper gets you out of your head real quick. Yeah. For me, it does, because if I try to negotiate with what's going on up here, I generally don't win. Yeah. 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 And in the little voice in your head, just write it like that. Well said, by the way. Thanks for sharing. No um, yeah, just even like, what would you say to the folks out there that are struggling with this and, and how would they get help since you've been through that and you know so much and your wealth of knowledge? Um, yeah, so how would you? I think the biggest thing is to know that it's, um, well, first of all, it's okay to not be okay. Um, if you're not, if you're hurting and you're struggling, like, uh, please reach out. Um, there's lots of different avenues here on site. We have, um, we have, we've got free counseling in the clinic. Uh, I actually used it before I went off on leave. Um, talk to your friends, uh, journaling, uh, but reaching out and just knowing that, you know what, it's, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Um, but getting, seeking support, whether it's from friends, um, if you're a person of faith, then, uh, you know, maybe a pastor or something, um, seeing a, seeing a therapist, seeing your doctor, um, there's groups, there's, if you feel, uh, like, for example, I'll actually share something that was really interesting today. Uh, I'm on Twitter and this uh, woman who this young girl who's going to school for psychology has been really struggling uh, with her mental health and substance use. And I keep offering her, her support. And this has been ongoing for about a year. And today she messaged me and she's like, I've been wanting to reach out to you. And today I feel safe enough to do that. And I, you know, on my break, I, she lives in Washington, D.C. And I spoke with her um, because she needed help. And she reached out and I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful for that because I want to provide a safe space. And I think that's the biggest thing is find yourself a safe space, someone that you can trust. Um, and if you feel like you can't do something one-on-one, -on -one, there's lots of things online, uh, phone, anything, just just reach out and just know that you're not alone. Yeah. Is there, uh, is there someone that, for you, that helped you out? Um, you don't even need to name names if you don't want to, but is there someone in your life um, that is like, and a very big rock for you like like wow like i i gotta thank this person i gotta you know is there someone that uh, means everything to you for everything that you there's a couple of people in my yeah, life i'm not yeah. going to name names yeah, at this point yeah, but yeah, there is a couple yeah. people in my life that yeah. have really stood by me yeah uh, especially when being in the darkness because things can get ugly and i can get i can get mean yeah and um I can but they've always out. they've always been there yeah. because they know that what's going on for me isn't me yes. it's i'm i'm struggling and uh to be able to hold space for me and letting me know that they still love me and they still care yeah uh, is immeasurable yeah is there do you reach out to them at times is it something that i like, do yeah. i am I'm, I'm so i'm a reacher outer now yeah, i yeah. i never used to be i used to isolate and kind of sit in what i used to call the shit spiral yeah um but that doesn't get me anywhere. No. I know that from experience. So I know I, I, when we talk about triggers, I generally can, I can tell when it's starting to happen. Yeah. Um, I do have, you know, professional people I can reach out to, but you know, there's uh, about three people in my life that I trust enough that I could just say, this is what's going on. And I know they're going to love me without judgment. And they're going to offer support. Yeah. yeah. 
just yeah. having that voice to listen right yeah and that's yeah. what the class is all about yeah. and uh yeah i'm thankful that uh the original fedra was there <laughs> yeah. yeah and yeah when she opened up and she started talking about things i said wow this is great this is an opportunity for people just not you know we're not after the professional athletes no. out there we're just after everyday warriors that deal with things every day yeah i mean we're all hu- we're all the same right yeah. we're all human it doesn't matter what hard hat you put on or jersey you put on or you know suit you put on or whatever it, it we're all the same at the end of the day um yeah. so we all fight our own our own internal battles at times but uh, and we all have our things like for the people here on this project it's it's going to that you know that class um and it how much it does for a lot of people and you're hearing like two now it's like not to put more pressure on you but it's like they really want to be a part of it when you're not here like it's kind of like that like it's almost like everyone wants to be on your shift so they know when they're here <laughs> yeah. doing it all the time but yeah. you know it's having that momentum that goes forward but uh you know when they when they do get back to connect with it it definitely means a lot like mm-hmm. i got that vibe uh in the class the other night but uh um, what what is the class um, in a way? How, how many relationships has it built? You build outside of what you meet before you came here, because um, obviously you're part of the kitchen now. You're a COVID coordinator, but uh, you know some of the people that are in that class are out in the field. But how has yeah. that how has that been able to really work and the connections that you've made of people just that are, aren't tied to the they're all tied to the same project, yes. but they're you know tied to just coming together as a family in that class. And, and that's a really great question um, because there's a few people that I had relationships with uh, previously from the kitchen and that I've worked on other projects with, but uh, that's the beauty is that we don't really know what hat people are wearing and, and most of the people are craft workers out on the site. Um, and it's just been, it's been great com- connections. And yeah. as I had mentioned, there's a couple people on the island that like when we're both home on the, you know, um, same rotation on our turnaround, like we'll go and do uh, cold, cold immersions or go for a run or go for a hike or like come over, I'll make you dinner. It's been really great just yeah. having these connections because if we didn't have this class, I probably wouldn't have met these people. Exactly. That's what it's meant, yep. right? Like yep. I, wouldn't 100%. Have, I wouldn't have probably met uh, Ab here. Yep. wouldn't have probably jabbed him in the face. The <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, like, that, now he's like my best friend on site and I can't get rid of him. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's the whole aim of the class really is is for individuals to go out to the yeah. to the provinces or the hometowns and start this program that we're doing for others yeah to unite people together that i mean obviously i mean the best thing about code what happened is uniting people yeah okay yeah not you know worried about the the badges or the color or whatever it may be yeah it's just uniting people together to stay strong together yeah and the only way to do that is through activities, you know, mm-hmm. making people feel wanted, but being honest and truthful. And in a class, I'm not easing the class, which you know about. Yeah. Right? I mean, I would try and push people to the limit to break them as much as I can. Because if you don't challenge yourself, you're not going to get far in life. No different than the real world out there. Yeah. And the noise and the cancer that we listen to that people try and bring you down. We're about bringing people up building each other up when people are down, like Fedor was saying, you know, there's people out there to hear. If you don't know the answer, we'll, we'll go into the right direction. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, my expectation is from the class is get some of these CEOs to come down and try these classes. Mm-hmm. People that are under a lot of pressure 
through these big organizations, yeah. not staying behind the desk and listening to these folks and seeing these folks, how they are actually uniting. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're all people somehow and Trade Road deals with a lot of people every day. You do it as well, Joshua, myself as well. And what I'm proud of is that people are opening up and actually saying, hey, you know what, I do have a problem. And you know what, I am, you know, like a peach, so rough on the outside, but so soft in the inside. Yeah. And I do want to come out. And and the beauty about it is, you know, I mean, even these big men that you think they will not even open up, they are opening it up. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty about the whole whole program and what we are all about. It's not yeah. what Ab's all about. Yeah. It's what we are all about yeah. as leaders. Yeah. So that's the next aim there. So, I mean, it's not just catered for, for the workers that are on this side, but unfortunately it is at this stage. Yeah. We're okay. trying to aim for like hockey players that want to reach out and just talk about the struggles that they have. Yeah. Even like CEOs or, or next a person that wants to open up their own business that we can guide in the right direction. Because the wealth of knowledge within the actual group itself, it's more than you can imagine. Yeah. The value that they give each other yeah. and the value in each other. And I'm thankful, I mean, you know, uh, I'm a faithful man and uh, my faith drives me a lot. And there's certain people that pull me in line yeah. throughout the class yeah. that strive to the next level. And that's why we came up with Be Better. Yeah. Like Be Better. How are we going to be better as a group? Yes. And where to go. So I know I said a lot there, but I'm, we're quite passionate about it. And uh, and I always say we as a group. And I know that, Joshua, you're, you're all about this behind you. But... My aim is like if anyone does struggle with anything, even through family dynamics or whatever, there's there's people out there that can we'll listen to you, we'll help you as much as we can, and we'll guide you to the right direction. Yeah. So there's always a you know you can always lead that sail to a different direction. So I don't know where this is going to go. I want Fedra as a leader for the the women to start speaking up and coming out and. And saying, you know what, I want to be better about myself, and how do I achieve that? Yeah. Um, through the wealth and knowledge that you've got as well, and and that's the aim, that whole aim of the whole class. Um, through you, Phaedra, how's the class made uh, you a better leader? Um, you know, in, in that aspect, because in that class, uh, you know, the last one I was at, you were doing a great job leading. Oh, so, um, but how has it made you a better leader in what you're doing in your job today, but also when you're just, you know, in the day to day, uh, you know, onwards of, of work and what's going on out there and, and personalized too? Well, I think it's just really, um, for me, instilled more confidence. Um, I've, I've always, I always see the best in people and I always have been someone that wants to encourage and uplift people. Yeah. I think that's uh, sometimes people don't see within themselves what their worth and what their value is. And so for me to be able to help them see it is really important to me. Um, so, you know, even I, I kind of feel like I've always been a bit of a natural leader, um, but I found this class has really helped me find my voice um and i i feel like i have a lot of power with my voice mm -hmm. and i want to be able to use it uh for the for the betterment of everyone yeah myself included yeah, yeah. um uh, for you have you seen in the class like you know where we work with a lot of a lot of the people here 
Um, how much is leadership in that class do you think has helped, uh, you know, some of the key leaders that we work with on site that, that do come to our class? The taking uh, ownership. Yeah. I mean, that's how they behave in there and the true colors that are coming out and that even start to believe in themselves. Now their confidence have built up. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. They look at themselves differently. They're wanted in this world. They have a purpose. So the whole, what I see what's going on out there is that they're listening. Yes. They're listening more than they're being more reactive. And, uh, and yeah, just put, pulling themselves out of that box, like I always say, and just looking at, and, and before they're judging anyone else, they're judging themselves first before yeah. speaking, yeah. right? And leading by their actions. Mm. That's what I see majority of the time. I yeah. mean, there's people that were intimidated by me and not even wanted to talk to me. But when they start talking and just going, hey, you know what, you're right. Like, why am I judging a book by its cover when I don't even know the person? Yeah. And that's what I'm seeing is that as leaders, we need to listen more and have these tough conversations that need to be done because any successful business or any successful organization or friendship need to have tough yeah. conversations and it's done by listening. Yeah. Uh, it's very well said. It's, uh, it's a great thing is like that you can connect with people, um, you know, like, uh, like Susan today, uh, you know, is, Part of a, a listening tour um, with her today, but you know, got to build a rapport with her before that in that class, and then makes it easier when you go out in, in a working environment too, yeah. and, and uh, you build those connections and those rapports mm -hmm. and, and uh, how things go going forward, and, and seeing the leader that she is in her role, and then seeing what the leadership is with other people that they do on site. Because I do think that the class does checks off so many boxes it's it's crazy and you may not experience all that until you get there and right. i think having the instagram account now and for people to see it live and and whatnot it's it resonates a lot it's cool because uh it, it definitely hits home for a lot of people um so it, it i don't know I, I i think it's a it's a cool thing and you know it's growing it's getting bigger and bigger and i think at some point they're going to need a bigger place to put this yes. thing on because <laughs> it's getting uh you know, a lot of that class I was at the other night, it, it was filling up pretty quick. So is there a contingency plan ad that you have? Uh, if this does get uh, bigger, then you're going to get that big, big gym behind us uh, there. So Yeah, well, my aim is to try and do it outside on the yeah. soccer pitch or even mm -hmm. the basketball courts there where it's more safer. Yeah. Um, but each, I take each day as it comes and uh, I just hope that everyone on this project that do support it Yep. through our management and so forth and see the value from it and don't get any um well look at vince kenny reached out like he's that's yeah. he's the big guy on nice. site here and, and well, that's uh, and he reached out for uh list from listening to these episodes and then uh you know he reached out saying that he wants to be a part of part of it too so oh, uh, so maybe we need to have a private conversation with vince <laughs> kenny right there yes, so, there we go so vince nice. if you're listening to this as you probably are yes <laughs> uh, definitely hit, hit us up real quick but uh <laughs> Um, but no, I think that's, uh, that's quite special yeah. to hear, but, uh, how, do, how does that, like, when you hear that, Phaedra, how does that, how does, that's how, pretty impressive. Yeah. Like that's pretty impressive, but that's the thing with podcasts is that you can, you can reach audiences that you don't even, you don't know who's yeah. listening. Yeah. And right? I didn't know he was until I, he, I actually sent it to him 
thinking maybe he didn't listen, but he's like, actually, no, I do listen. I was like, okay, he's yeah. a he's a friend of the pod, but don't even know he's a friend right? of the pod. And we but, don't know yeah, who yeah, that yeah, is. And yeah. then one person tells someone else, and yeah. someone's sharing it on this social media site, and, and next thing you know, you just you don't know who yeah. you're reaching. And yeah. I mean, it can really change people's lives. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, glad, I'm glad that you fixed the technical difficulties. Yeah, exactly. Ab, 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 <laughs> low speaking ab. <laughs> Nightmare on the <laughs> Low speaking ab. That's a life Nightmare in the edit, editing studio. So, uh, deserve, okay. You deserve a second shot to the face in the classroom. Oh! <laughs> you, well, first of all, you need to come to class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Stop beating yeah. a little voice in your head. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there is guesses. a class tomorrow night, yes, right? Yes, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, I should get into that one because once these playoffs start, it's going to be a tough, for, tough goal for me to make all these classes for the next two and a half months. Because yeah. it uh, so much work to do with the the hockey podcast of this too, but uh, um, we'll figure it all out. We'll make it work. We might put up to put a TV on in there to put some hockey games on. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, any closing thoughts? Um, you know, you know where where you see things going um, for you, but where do you see things going with this class? Uh, and and how obviously it, we talked about how special it is, but where 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 do you see things going going forward here? Well, I I mean I've I've said this to Ab um, before, but I really I think especially with the podcast because we are uh, it's reaching out to who knows but um i mean on site i see it growing as more people are talking i mean people were even peeking in the room and i think they made a might have shied away because it was pretty pretty busy in there but um i i see it really growing here on site i really i don't know personally i think that um there's going to be groups forming all over i think you know that you're going to have to start training people to deliver this program that's yes. personally and i know you got to accept this compliment because this is it's you're changing people's lives you really are and um you are i just want to say that you are very good at what you do um, you're very talented you're a great listener you support you encourage and um i can't thank you enough for the community that you've built here really uh, it's just it's nothing short of amazing yeah. um I'm grateful to be a part of it. And I really, I think this next year is really, it's just going to take off. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. It's coming to 2020. 100%. It's Yeah, this thing's coming to 2020, like, you know, house on fire, guns a blazing, mm. let's go, let's get after it. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's red hot right now, as mm-hmm. we like to say in hockey terms. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as in hockey terms, it's a wagon. They say that if there's a good team in hockey, we call it a wagon. This thing's a wagon right now. Mm-hmm. So it's cool because I was telling Kurt this today. Uh, you know, there's three incidents that three things, three great things that happen and that tie back to the hockey. And probably, and, you know, I shared those with you this morning, Kurt. But I, when I woke up and looked at my phone even further, um, I had some player, some text messages from from some players. Um, you know, I'll talk about Malcolm Subban, who's a goaltender for the Buffalo Sabres. Mm-hmm. He's injured, but he came out and sang the national anthem, the U.S. anthem. He's a Canadian player, but sang the U.S. anthem for the Blackhawks and uh, Sabres game the other night. And the player, he used to play for the for Chicago. He's a former former Hawk, and uh, the. The, the, the players are just fired up. They're banging their sticks. They're smiling to turn around. They didn't know he was going to do that, so it was cool. Um, uh, little Ben, who's fighting cancer, um, big Oilers fan, um, you know, he got a hockey card, upper deck hockey card made. 
of him. And uh, so that was cool. And then uh, the uh, Anaheim Ducks had a backup goaltender. They call it an e-bug. It's just a guy, like a person like us where, you know, if two, if there's four goaltenders that dress in a game. So if a team loses two goaltenders, there's always a guy designated in the stands. That is the fifth goaltender. If the two goal, if a team loses two goaltenders, he goes in and dresses. So that happened last night. Um, so he was, he's born in the UK. He was blind in one eye. Um, can it, it's not that bad, but and and then he got to dress in the game last night. And he's from he his residence is Texas, and he got to play against the Dallas Stars, who are in Texas. So three great things that happened, and all these players that I know text me and said. Look at this IIF moment. Look at this like be better moment. Like it was nice. just really cool. These guys that I've connected with on what Ab's doing, and we're gonna get some players on. We just haven't worked it out yet. Um, but uh, you know the fact that it all kind of just intertwines together. It's like like you said, it's just being better uh, for ourselves and for people around us, right? I don't know. Was that what your words this morning when I sent that to you? Yeah. 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 So you know, and, and we shared it on our. Instagram account and the Sw- the Swedish player in the under 18 tournament after every game he, he drops to a knee and does a prayer nice. um, for people around him in his life um, so we shared that on the, the boxing and the uh, alpha uh, omega B account there um, so people got kind of probably got to see that if they followed it but you know it, like you said you probably Go back to that. You probably need someone to, to facilitate this class when he's probably not here. Yeah. It's going to be just struggle because you do a yeah, great job like at if, it. If it's, there is anyone that's out there that is interested, that, that wants to coach and mentor others and lead others and have our professional athletes have done this before, but have a passion for caring for people. Yeah. And not only that, caring for themselves and mm. are willing to share their thoughts um, and just listening, yeah, speak up, come down. I mean, yeah. this is what the class is all about. We're, we're trying to create a community to look after the neighbor next door. Yeah. And you know what? The neighbors are right next door around us in this, nice. in this camp. Yeah. And I, th- I think personally people just need to start walking up with, the ba- with their shoulders back and looking forward and acknowledging each other like yeah. human beings and proper yeah. human beings and not worrying about what kind of badge you're wearing. Yeah. I mean, the hockey players today, and you're right, all those stories that happened today, that's amazing. And it's good to see that there's people that are caring yeah. um, and reaching out. And I encourage all, everyone who is shy from it to start speaking up or leading by example, mm-hmm. because Everyone's got a beast within them. Everyone's got some leadership skills within them. Everyone's got a warrior within them. Everyone's battling with a lot of things that are in their minds. But we need to value each other. And at the moment, what I see in my observation is, is we need to start listening and start by saying positive things about each and every every one one of us through our actions, through our care, and not not worrying about all the noise around us um so yeah like within the class itself and i know that we're going over time here there for a little but i, I want to thank fedra for coming out and speaking up it's not always easy to to talk about things that have gone through your life and what's been happening but you know what it takes a lot of courage yeah that's a that, that's a courageous yeah. moment yeah. there because i know for a fact that whoever's listening there's only, if you've touched one, you've done enough. 
Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. No different than the class. If we've touched many, it's great. Yeah. If I've touched one, that's fantastic. Yeah. If you've done extra push up, that's great. Yeah. There's little one, one percenters really count. Yeah. And start affecting them one by one by one. Mm -hmm. And those one exactly. percenters turn into multiple more. So, uh, any final thoughts on that? Anything else? I just want to say thank you very much, both of you, for having me here. Um, just to have this open dialogue, yeah. I think, is uh, hugely important. Because at the end of the day, we're all connected. Yes. Whether we think so or not, we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. All right. Um, yeah, we'll finish up on that. Ab, Deja, thank you very much. Vince Kenny, you. if you're listening, we've got to come and talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> we're, coming, we're coming for you, Vince. So. <laughs> Don't worry, I know where your office is. Anyway, we need a budget. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for everyone for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Too Much Podcast.